welcome back to The Milk Diary. We're officially in the third lockdown here in the UK and all the nurseries are still open, but all the schools are closed and that just doesn't make sense to us. Yeah, it's it seems a bit ridiculous. I mean, people have been calling for the schools to be closed for quite a long time now and I'm glad they are. It doesn't make any sense for them to be open. Um, but nurseries have kind of been left to the side. The government haven't really addressed what the nurseries should be doing. Which it make it makes no sense why they're being treated any differently to schools. Yeah. Because it is essentially the same the same thing. Yeah. The idea of only having nurseries open for children of key workers um have limited sort of places open. It limits the amount of staff that need to be be in the nurseries as well but also like Amelia's nurseries opening and closing times have had to shorten because they don't have enough staff to keep it running like it used to so the amount of strain on these staff at the moment is so unfair and what I don't understand is when the pandemic first turned up um, last year in March they closed all the schools and the nurseries and, I mean, they were open for um, uh, just a, like a small number of students. One, yeah. But overall, they were closed. You couldn't take your child into nursery or, or to or Unless to you were a key worker. Yeah, exactly. But this time round, there were, I think there were more people <laughs> passing away every day than they were last March. But the nurseries are still open. But that doesn't make sense to me. That's incredibly frustrating because we're left with the dilemma, you know, do we keep her at home or do we let her go into nursery? But we also pay for her to go to nursery, which as parents will know, is not it's not cheap. No, it's not at all. And the thing is, is that because they're not closing the nurseries, the nurseries can't get government funds to allow parents to stop paying and the kids still have places in these nurseries that are so hard to get places in in the first place so you run the risk of do you pull your kid out of nursery and stop paying but then when we're out of lockdown in whoever knows when you have nowhere to send your kid to nursery or do you keep paying when you can't afford to be having this this like expenditure that is wasted if your kid is still at home Mm -hmm. because when you send your kid to nursery you feel guilty yeah it's 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 weird because it's like oh well if you're paying for it you might as well send your kid to nursery but then when doing that you're like oh but these poor staff which is this constant there's just no clarity, and and you know, this podcast it was 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 not created for us to rant and rave about what's happened in the last year. But I, for I think a lot of pe- parents are really starting to feel the pressure of the lack of clarity constantly because we all know we all knew over Christmas that the schools going back was going to be a dreadful idea. And then it wasn't till like a couple of days before the schools were supposed to go back. They went, no, let's close them. The prime minister was on Andrew Mark on on, on a Sunday morning saying, you know, schools, you know, are safe, uh, are safe places to go. 
and then like a few days later it closes them because they're not safe. It's just this constant, constant mixed messaging. Yeah, is well, it's just driving it, people up the wall now. I was also thinking it makes no sense. I mean, as thankful as I am for playgrounds still being open, that makes no sense. They were closed during the first, during the first and second lockdown. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are they open now? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a relief because. That's something it's to been do. a year, almost. Almost a year. Of trying to keep a kid entertained within a house and and a park. Mm-hmm. And a Not supermarket. even a playground, but just, <laughs> just a green field. And it's doable, of course, but, oh God, it's like tedious. So having a playground, it's like... <laughs> mm. <laughs> feels like a miracle. But it makes no sense because you think... How often is that being cleaned? All the germs around there is vile. <laughs> yeah, I, I took it to the park just yesterday and it was like deserted. So we were quite lucky. Um, and they chained up, you know, the flying fox swing they have in the parks. They chained it up and Amelia just ran up the ramp to it. And she was trying to pull it off. And she, and she said to me, we need a key for this. And I was like, yes, we do need a key oh, to unlock no it. But we can't because of coronavirus. And then she was just, she just looked at me as if to say... All right, fair enough. We're going to start again then. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm 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 tired and frustrated, and, and and so are you, and so many other parents, especially when you know young kids, you know young toddlers, like pre-coronavirus, were so used to interacting with family and you know other kids, or you know all all the time. Yeah. Now it feels like we've gone back to square square one. It feels like. We're in March 2020 again, where it's like, yeah. okay, what do we do now? And it's a shame because I feel like, you know, we made some progress last year, but now it just we've gone back to square one. It's really frustrating. Yeah, it is. It's, it's saddening. It is, yeah. It like yeah, it it genuinely is actually, um, to see the effect of every age group at the moment. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. No one's kind of immune to the consequences of mm-hmm. of of the pandemic, but I, I I just get frustrated because I look at how other countries have been dealing with it, and I just keep looking at our own and just be like, let's just admit we've really we've really screwed this up. We screwed, I mean, you know, and we, we're continuing, and, and, <laughs> and we keep failing to, you know, rectify the mistakes. How the hell can we be one of the first countries in the world to get the vaccine? We've got how many vaccines on the go here? Three or four? Yeah. And and yet we're we're still having to lock down like this. I mean, I am f- I am for the lockdown. I am I, yes, yeah, of course, of lock- course. But there, like there needs to be things. Just I mean, from the first lockdown where schools were closed, and the strain that working parents had to like were going through and spoke about you'd think that coming into the third lockdown they would have thought about that somehow I don't have the answers for it at all but like some sort of balance with work and having to homeschool kids we're lucky that Amelia is is a toddler and we're not having to actually school her we can play with her and we don't have work to be doing at home at the moment um but for for parents who have to sit down and teach 
as well as have a full-time job and then keep their kid entertained, it's it's not physically possible. People's workloads haven't gone down. They're exactly the same, yet they have half the amount of time to do it. And it's it's not fair. It's, it's not fair and it's not doable. And the emotional and impact on people is just going to sit. And that workload's not going to just go once school's open again. It's going to be catching up to do after that. Then There must be some sort of way if it's online schooling where, I don't know, the kid just sits in front of a screen for for school the whole time. I know that must be so hard for teachers, especially with younger kids, because you have to interact so much. Or if it's employers having to understand that parents aren't going to be able to produce as much work anymore and employers having to adjust to that. But there, there has to be something for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Like, they have to change the way... I mean, if, if you are going to be a parent working from home, employers need to understand that, you know, the workload has to reduce. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't do the same amount of work whilst also trying to look after, after young ones. It mm-hmm. does become... It does become an uphill struggle. And and we're in January 2021 and it still seems that we have got a long way to go. Yeah. I, we've made some progress, but I, you know, I just think people are just getting absolutely tired of the, of, of just, of just, just poor, poor decision making from the top. You know, we don't get paid to make these to, to make yeah. these decisions but i'm telling you something that the mountain conversations i have with people normal people have more of an understanding and clarity about what's happening on the ground here well that's that's the thing isn't it and they like, don't it's, understand it's the people the who top. are making the decisions actually have no idea the impact that their decisions have on the majority of people yeah because they're not the majority of people and they're just so out of touch that it's those small factors that just won't cross their mind. I was I was listening to the radio the other day, and this um, uh, this dad called into the station and was talking about the impact the uh, pandemic has had on his work and 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 his family. And he and he makes a fair point. He was like, all these people, all the politicians, you know, uh, making these decisions. They're not their pay won't be affected regardless you know their salaries are going to be fine they still have their expenses and they can you know so then they're making these decisions that are destroying people's livelihoods and their way of life and they just seem so removed from their decisions they don't understand the actual i know they have to come on tv like boris did in the statement of day saying i and he has to say i know how hard this is but he doesn't and like most of the people in his circle, they don't understand yeah. the consequences of their decision making on, you know, on the general public. And I just think I think people are just people are getting tired of it. We're being everyone's being very compliant. We just need a bit of direction. We're more than happy to lock down like this, but we're doing this lockdown. But when we come out of it, we can't have the fear of going back into it because we haven't dealt with the issue properly. Yeah. You and it to, does it feels Feels exactly like the first lockdown. Yeah, it's it's, it's like we've learned nothing. But it's there's no go... Tiger King this time. We exactly can't... no, but we go into lockdown. Oh, let's clap for the carers. It's like yeah, but what was happening? 
once we came out of lockdown, fuck all for the carers. Yeah. And I think um, we're recording this episode on a, uh, on a Thursday and I think the clap for carers is coming back tonight and I have an opinion about it and so do you. Uh, we both took part in the first one last year for a couple of weeks because uh, I think I think I think it was I think it was a nice idea, but after a couple of weeks it became a bit like okay, well, what is this it, actually doing? It feels doing? a bit hollow. If, yeah, it's, it's it, it it's a show thing. It's a yeah. thing for show. It's, it's thing like show. I, I know that I have so much respect for the carers and stuff, and I'll I will sign petitions that I can mm. until and share things. The well, you have relatives that make, work for the make, NHS, and whenever you've yeah, spoken to them, the visibility they said... for them to actually, you know, be mm. looked after. But what does clapping do? Yeah, it was I'm... it was it was nice at first, but then the it it didn't lead to anything. Mm-hmm. It was just something that people did. Mm-hmm. It just hollow. It was hollow. But I think. It did create this nice little sense of community for people who were locked inside their houses, and and I thought that was nice. Yeah, there, um, there was this this sense of everyone coming together to. But it did distract from the the big the big problem was that, as always, as always, you know, for ten years the NHS has been in a really tricky state because mm-hmm. of decisions made at the top by governments to yeah. to constantly cut, and 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 you know and. We don't, this podcast is not political, but you have to point out when, point out the facts. We haven't looked after the NHS for 10 years. And that's why they keep saying protect the NHS. Yeah. Because they haven't protected it for a long time. That's why we need to protect the NHS. It's just getting really frustrating now. (laughs) I was really looking forward to this year. And now it just seems like it's gone to crap already. Mm -hmm. And, um... Yeah, I don't know. Everyone's getting upset about it. I saw some student, uh, well, not some students, a lot of university students are asking for their tuition fees to be totally scrapped um, because um, it looks like they're going to constantly be um, doing their courses and learning online. And I mean, I totally agree. I I don't think you should be paying 9,000 plus a year to be... (laughs) you know doing it's online true, courses so much of that is meant to be like for the space and also the equipment that you're given and the resources like bit the access to the library and all of those sort of things that's all part of it what you're paying to be sat at home on zoom mm. it it's it's not worth the full amount of no it's not there has to be some sort of yeah you know change to the way I'm yeah paying. it's not fair even if it's like university just paused for a bit because <laughs> it just doesn't seem i don't know i know mm. that's not possible but it yeah it does seem it always just seems totally unfair as well i couldn't imagine of like doing university from from, from your, zoom i don't know is that room. the same how 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 are they um teaching creative subjects uh, yeah well that's what I was, I was just they, about to say are that. they still what in the studio to, but the but with masks and I've got no idea so it seems unfair that they're paying yeah that's that going to be, be paying. Um, a real effect to that, those sort of subjects mm-hmm. yeah I, I remember in the third year I mean it would probably be quite nice you'd 
always have a sewing machine because it would limit the amount of people <laughs> in the room. <laughs> in my third year of uni, I spent quite a lot of time at home because you get to the third year and a lot of, uh, I mean, I, I did media and journalism. So, uh, you know, I didn't really have to be in that much. So I could do a lot of work from, from my own laptop. Um, so that was fine. But the idea of going into your first year of university and being told your freshers are going to take place over Zoom. <laughs> oh, it's so Sounds dreadful. Horrible. Yeah. Freshers is awkward enough, but to do it over Zoom. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm leaving the meeting. I'm clicking out. Yeah, I'm literally. Gone. I'm not doing that. That's embarrassing. Yeah, no. But then, because freshers was actually when pubs were open. A lot yeah. of them. Um and it was weird because you obviously then had this rule of six in a pub at a table. But you're like, but these people are living in halls together where they're like, what, 20 people? And that's when it like it literally made no sense. Yeah. That, but why can't they sit all together yeah. in a pub? I mean, the whole... You they have, live together all together. <laughs> you have to have a substantial meal. Like the idea- That wasn't there then. Wasn't it? No. Oh, okay. That wasn't till November. Really? But can we talk about that for a second? Because the whole scotch egg being a substantial meal was just embarrassing. But it depended from place to place. Some places it was two sides per person that classed as a substantial meal at minimum. So you had to get more than a scotch egg. (laughs) Yeah, but the idea that ordering food was going to stop the coronavirus... Well, it was like, it it was the fact of stopping the idea of people getting drunk and going out just to drink and get drunk, because when you're drunk, you're more likely to hug and kiss people and get close to people. Like, but it was still just a stupid idea because it wasn't going to stop anything. And also, don't have the pubs open if you're worried about people getting drunk. Mm-hmm. Because also it made it unfair. People who had loads of money could go constantly order food and eat food and drink. Mm. People who didn't have much money were spending half their beer budget on cider chips that they weren't going to (laughs) eat. I mean, we only managed to go to the pub once, but I only went once um, and had to order food. And it is just an odd experience. But we were there and everything was over the app. Um, so, so like sort of having contactless ordering, which is great until the server went down for like an hour and no one could order anything. You couldn't order a pint for an hour. It was weird. It was really, it was really odd. And it was just like, ah, this is when it doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This system, yeah, the system is fragile (laughs) or it takes us for someone to turn off the Wi-Fi, and um, no (laughs) one's spending any money. Yeah. Yeah, we've just had to deal with so many odd, odd rules in the in the last twelve months that nothing will surprise me anymore. Like mm-hmm. randomly, this tier tier four became a thing, and then it was tier five. I was like, I swear, it only went up to tier three. Yeah, and then out of nowhere, it was like, oh, here's tier four. What's tier four? Because wasn't it one, two, three, and yeah. then they added a new tier, which was tier zero. What really? Did yeah, it- and then it was zero, one, two, three. Then it was four, and then it was five, and it was just. And they wonder why people are confused. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I am worried that they're going to introduce an, another tier if, the, if 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 it if nothing gets better. What should mm-hmm. tier six be? You have to keep your curtains closed. <laughs> <laughs> no peeking outside. Yeah. You can't. You can't answer the door. <laughs> you have to barricade yourself inside. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so naturally, I am concerned about how this year is going to go because a lot of other countries seem to be. I mean, obviously, in Australia, New Zealand, they dealt with it really well. They're having parties. They're having parties. I mean, I what? <laughs> God, they have stadiums full of people in I Australia know. watching sports games. It's, it's, it's like so, they're from the future. It's it's become such a norm now at the moment that I I can't even imagine the idea of the idea of being on a crowded like like on a train train on the tube yeah. and feel, feeling comfortable with that. Yeah, or like going into a pub and just walking in and standing at the bar. Yeah, or be. Going out to a club, shaking just, someone's whoa, hand, coming ha- coming in and not washing your hands immediately. Can't believe I didn't do that before. Now the thought of doing that makes me feel yeah. dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think we've learned quite a lot of um, traits. Yeah, hygiene <laughs> lessons, and we will take that forward. Yeah, post pandemic, you know, I you know I I probably will probably wear a mask on the on the train occasionally i don't yeah, know on I busy just... tubes yeah. yeah like get out my face yeah, out the way two meters thank you very much um yeah it also the idea of then shopping seems a bit nicer the idea if everyone's wearing a mask you when you're buying clothes you don't mm. have people's like gross breath all over it and also i think just shops and the tube having hand sanitizer at the door Mm. That makes sense. I've noticed all the, you know, like the sanitizer stations. They've all yeah. like been beaten up. I know. <laughs> like, I think people, like, like I keep, they're all just broken now. <laughs> Although when you go into fancy shops and they've got the fancy hand sanitizer and it's moisturizing and it smells good and you're just like, oh, luxury. <laughs> Very nice. It makes you realize that when you go into Lidl, you're like, Oh yeah, this is just like burning my hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the difference. <laughs> all of all of us poor people are gonna come out with like dry, wrinkly hands, while yeah. all these rich people are still gonna be coming out with moisturized, young, manicured fingers. Yeah, how the other half lived <laughs> during the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it is great if you're incredibly wealthy during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. To be to to be locked inside with quite a lot of your um, disposal must be great. Sounds quite fun. fun. I'm just going. Oh, what do I want to do right now? Oh, I guess I'll just buy that. Yeah, I'll just buy a load of stuff, and that's going to make me happy and keep me entertained. Yeah. So before we go, um, on our Instagram last night, we put a poll up of whether nurseries should stay open or or shut. Um, what were the results in the end? Here are the results. 75% of people said nurseries should shut and 25% said they should stay open. So obviously, shut wins. Although a few people did say they well, should stay open. I guess it open. is the thing. It's like they're obviously, they stay open for people who need them. But as a government guideline, they should be shut. They should be shut overall. So yeah, yeah. that was cool. That was fun. 
If you haven't already followed us on Instagram, please do. We are the Milk Diary Podcast. You'll find us. We'll have... What, what have we got on the Instagram? We've just got loads of... Little fun little pictures behind little the scenes. Pictures. Yeah. Um, and also, don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify because mm. then you can stay up to date when mm. we post next, mm-hmm. which is every week. Which is once a week. Yeah. And okay. also, we're also on Amazon Music. So ask your Alexa to play The Milk Diary and she will play The Milk Diary because she loves us so much. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this episode. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.